Pursuit of Podcast, a purely guest-centric show focusing on people and organizations that advance positive change. Positivity can be anywhere, and in a time of vast discord, the pursuit of is finding those who champion its causes loudest. Join us as we sit and learn about the pursuits of local leaders in their community. Let's go. Hello, good people, and welcome to the Pursuit of podcast where it's truly not us, it's you. I'm Ryan Buck, Artist Development, New Leonard Media. With me is the boss, Mark Wilson, President, New Leonard Media. How are you? Hey, hello. I'm well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How were the holidays? The holidays were great, man. That's really? Okay, that's enough of that. Okay. So our guests today are Charles Orns and Dave Martin, partner owners, Urban Meds Organic Medication. How are you? We're good. Good. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Thanks for having us. Look excited to podcast. Now this is Relatively new yes. first to both of you. First time ever. Being on yep. a podcast? Being on a podcast. Do you listen to them? I used to listen to them a lot more back when I first started. Right. Or when you had time. Yeah, when I had time. Right. Had... And are there any, you know, cannabis industry uh, podcasts that you recommend? Well, the one he's talking about is, I believe it was called Canna Insider. Okay. And that's, we used to listen to it when we were when you're growing more in the grow room a lot more back right. then so okay so that going you have some ambient listen, yeah, yeah listen to get that. a good tip well that's awesome thank you so much for being here how would you describe urban meds to somebody who didn't have any concept of of what it was even from the name your elevator pitch urban meds well, i mean it's an herb and it's a med you know it's a natural herb that can be considered a medicine right you know and what you um, do in that space is what well we provide uh custom Medication plans based on cannabis for clients. So it's the holiday season, and for many organizations, retailers, and the like, this particular holiday season is busier, you know, a busier part of the year. Is that the same for you and this particular business? Just like the Christmas month? Yeah, the, the Christmas you know? season. You know, you think about that, you know, retailers get busier. It's probably busier just like normal retailers for the winter months. I'd say summertime's our, our busiest right. time of the year, you know. Right. Yeah, they do get that little flux but before Christmas. During the Christmas, you get that right. that push. But does it stay consistently busy for you throughout the year? Do you have peaks and valleys? You know, summer is a tourist time here. I mean, I would say we got some peaks and valleys, you know, not too many. Right. You know. Well, that's good. Pretty, pretty right. steady pretty for steady. the most part. Yeah. And it's you a... can stay as busy as you want or need to be. Yep. So you started out with this pursuit 10 years ago. And in the cannabis industry, from then to now... What has changed the most since that time, and what have you been most surprised that's changed, either positive or negative? When we first started, it was strictly medical, card to card. Right. You know, it's definitely got uh, a lot laxer out in the day-to-day with everybody. You know, right. I mean, it's we're, we're out there. Our goal in the beginning was to help break the stigma, and we have definitely have seen a big change in the stigma over right. the last 10 years. I mean, like, 10 years ago, I was still scared to tell people what I did. Now I'm, I tell Really? Yeah, I've talked to anyone about it. So when you started, this was a brave thing to do. This was non-traditional. People could have looked at you and said, well, what are you doing? Exactly. This isn't okay. People would say that. So (laughs) you've used the word stigma, and and in this industry, that word comes up a lot. Now, the biggest message that you have that you probably scream to the sky is what? This is not this, it is that. It's not a drug, it's medicine. Yeah, I mean, you know. right. like any medicine, you can overdo it. It's not all the bad everyone thinks it is when you break it down to milligrams and, and really dose yourself properly. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of stigma. You know, right. Like, yeah, right. you know, like people, 
don't understand that you know we can deal with a person that has never dealt with cannabis their whole life or a person that has used it heavy their whole life and dose them properly for whatever their goal is they're trying to use the cannabis for. Right. So, Well, on that point, you know, how does the process in working with Urban Meds work? Because it looks like you're able to provide a very uniquely customizable plan or experience for patients. Yeah, that's basically what, what you're paying for. So when you start contacting you, what happens? They call... They email. We'll what is the experience? Dave. Yeah, they, they <laughs> talk to they, Dave. Okay. Know, if you call the phone, you usually get me, and you, you know, we set up a time. I kind of go over a few things to to get to know you a little bit on the phone, but more or less, I want to come in and meet you and kind of understand your use of cannabis, your what history trying, with what it, your history or maybe is. Yeah, like, never experienced. Have before. you ever experienced yeah. it? What are you wanting to use it for? Um, and then that kind of helps us judge what we should customize to that patient, you know, and, and if you have, don't have a big experience, we obviously just want to graduate you into the THC by using CBD and THC together. Right. So like by just customize to the individual by finding out what they're trying to do, you know. I, I think there's still a lot of confusion about CBD and THC and, and like what the differences are on that and can, I mean, they're cannabinoids. They're different cannabinoids in the plant. You know, there's THC that's very psychoactive, and there's a dominancy of that in a lot of varieties of cannabis out there. Um, there's now CBD, which is a non-psychoactive cannabinoid that is very predominant, just like THC in plants. And so, then how do you get the difference? Like, how do you know? Well, I mean, once like, you find, you know, obviously you can find the genetics through seeds. You find the genetic, and then you want to clone that genetic, that CBD dominant. You want to keep it around. So when you're cracking the seed, you always don't you don't always know that it's going to be a full CBD, or it could be a one-to-one ratio. You never know until you grow it and test it in a lab okay. to really know what yeah, There's it no is. way to know without yeah. a lab test officially. Then, then, then you yeah. find it, and then you, you try to do some breeding work when you you might crack some, some of those seeds open and find a male. Then you want to you know pollinate the female that you did find. So you okay. kind of try to stabilize your CBD genetics, and that's how people do it on the THC side too. They just keep uh, trying okay. to preserve the genetics by breeding. He See, he's he's throwing out a whole bunch of stuff: genetics, yeah, and what you just explained to somebody who might not know. This is science. This is yeah, artistry. This is chemistry. There's a lot of science to it for sure, and there is. I mean, it's a you got to break it right down to the terpenes, to the cannabinoid profile, and you get to. You get to take them and put them to a chart and see what all those are wonderful for. See, it's yeah. not just CBD and THC. This plant's got so many cannabinoids in it. It's not talked about because they're not predominant like right. CBD and THC are. Those are like the couple of the main, the main. cannabinoids. And, and, and to anybody listening, Ryan and I had the opportunity to stop by your place here in Travers, not the storefront. And it did. It looked like Dexter's laboratory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was uh, not what I expected. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So incredible. Well, your mission states, and a lot of others in the space, and I quote, uh, to improve the quality of life for those with serious illnesses, arthritis, chronic pain, cancers, digestive issues, and more. And we kind of touched on this before, but do you feel like that message is getting out there more positively, that this is something that can help you feel better? It's proven. You think that's better today than it was five years ago, that this is medicine? Uh, that the people know that? Yeah. For sure. I think I think so. I think a lot of people are turning to it. Do you attribute that? Do you attribute like that to something? A beginning, a lot of people would uh, it'd be their last resort. 
it'd be on, they'd be on their deathbed before they would try it. And now we see more people earlier in their stages of cancer or their illnesses wanting to try that first, is which where we always preached, you know, use the natural medicines and everything first before you go down the road of all the pharmaceuticals. I never even thought about that till you just pointed that out. When we first started this, it was. It was somebody that, you know, only made it. We we had to wait for them to get their medical card to be able to help them out, and they didn't even make it to be able to try it, you know? Yeah, we had one guy die before and his card came. And we now we're seeing it, like he's saying, now I am seeing it where people are calling first. And they're, yeah. what's this all about? What can you tell me? Right. And that's why I like to get them into the office. I can show them what I'm talking about with cannabinoid ratioization and mm. explain to the, them the differences of CBD and THC. I mean, in nature, it's the same plant. It's just how it was bred right. and what's in that one and this one and and, and it's and all the same. You've been caretaking for a long time. So like, how do you get into that and, and, uh, position yourself as, uh, I guess as the experts, you know, like when people are coming to you guys and gain their trust right off the bat. I mean, our experience probably has been as our biggest yeah. attribute. I think, yeah. you know, we've been doing it for a lo- longer and working one-on-one with the with the people, you know, which has allowed us to research a lot of it, working one on one with somebody. All right, and we've done a lot of self research and a lot of reading, a lot of sitting as, through as many things as we can sit through to teach us what this plant's all about. And, and like he says, that's been able to match that up individually yeah. with people. You wow, know? cool. Yeah. Well, you, you touched on something I think that's interesting is that caregiver is a word strongly associated with the cannabis industry. So to those unaware, what does caregiver mean? It means that, you know, where you're pretty much your cannabis caregiver. We're putting together your cannabis treatment plan. We're going to follow up. We're going to research your other medications you're on, your medical history, and then apply that and do our recommendations of what we can use, your drug interactions, because... You know, sometimes there is some drug interaction yeah. stuff that you want to be aware and, of. And you guys have registered medical staff, like, yep, we have working reg- with you, too. Registered mm-hmm. yeah. nurse on staff. She's the one that will go through all the the medical stuff for us and then apply our medicine into their regiment that they're on. So as I understand it, a success story, for example, can be a patient comes in, you do this assessment. Let's say they're on 20 medications. They abide by your plan and... Their, their pain is reduced, anxiety, whatever it may be, and their medication's going down. Yeah, Are you finding that that is yeah. a, a positive side effect? Yeah, we, I mean, we've had plenty of people that we've been able to uh, watch them get off some of that stuff, you know what I mean? But we've, we've also had the handful where it And, and it we're not, we're not for, saying you know? that, that, that appropriate medication is a bad thing. No, no. no. But it, it, it can be seen as a positive yeah. In a few different tertiary ways. Yeah, we, I mean, we've seen we we've seen people be able to to get themselves off some of the, the pharmaceuticals they weren't pleased with, the ones right. that they didn't feel and right side on effects. side effects, right. or they've been on them for twenty you know? years, right. and they're you know it's yeah. it's time so, to get off it, of them. It's just doing more damage than good at that point. Is this a saturated market? Is there a lot of caregivers in our area? And I don't think it's saturated uh, caregivers at our caliber. Okay. I mean, they're, the the normal care, caregiver in Michigan has been a person that is just using it to grow pot smoke. Okay. For the majority, uh, you know. So under like some of the caregivers. took it as serious as we did, he's, yeah. I feel He's like. right about that. Yeah. It's like, you know, there's a lot of caregivers, a lot of, right? Yeah, look at the numbers, yeah. there's a lot of them. And when oh, Charles okay. and I got together, it was oh. just him teaching me how to grow. And then yeah. like, 
us going on a trip kind of like, well, but man, under, let's help people. So under stuff. some of the caregiver laws, you're, what you're saying is like a, a friend just decides he's going to be his other buddy's caregiver yes. and, and they, he does the growing for, you know, grow some, I would say recreational pot yeah, more or less, yeah. not necessarily going medical. Or there's going there's not enough caregivers attention. around right now that do yeah. the research. But there's a lot of new dispensaries that popped up and I don't, through the 10 I'm years not even understanding <laughs> how the laws work for some of the big guys that have come to town, you know? There's a, there's a lot of shiny lights. I mean, do they provide this level now? of service? A typical, you know, the ones I've been into and to ask, I, I've purposely walked into some of these places to ask them kind of these kind of questions to see responses, and I don't get the responses I feel like they should be giving. You know, like sure. I I'm not trying to like because I think talk a lot down, of anybody, I think they should, yeah, I think they should retail, retail sales yeah, situation. Right? You know, they're trying to they yeah, do yeah, yeah, we research. don't got to say names. I yeah. was just curious. And I, th- I you think know. you know, medical doctors. If you approach your medical doctor with this, they'll probably all say the same thing. There's not enough conclusive research. You know, I wouldn't say yes or no, but it is an option. Right? Yeah, yeah, and you know that's something that's changed over the yeah. We've seen that the time too. As doctors, at first you'd never. Oh, there would your no. doctor would tell you no, no, right. no, no, no. Now we're getting people like recommended from right. saying, "Hey, a right. doctor told me to kind of go this route and, sure. and try this out." Maybe. So I noticed something interesting: a service that you offer, and will you really shovel somebody's sidewalk if they ask? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they needed it done, I, I would, I would do it for them. Yep. That's a tremendous like yeah. niche offering, like as a concession. <laughs> haven't, haven't been asked yet. Is it nobody's I mean, asked? No. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that but is it, on, on the website. What is the I mean, website? Some of the people we deal with, you know, they wouldn't be able to do their, a lot of the conditions okay. that were. So that was done a little so tongue in cheek and a little, yeah. a little reality. Yeah. So what is the website that uh, central patients, clients can uh, go to, to uh, see what you're offering aside from sidewalk clearing? <laughs> uh, it'd be urbanmeds.com. Awesome. That's great. Um, so talk to us about the H&M wellness store. Yeah, I mean, that came about throughout the the journey last year. You know, CBD went federally legal under 0.3 THC or less. So we got offered from a friend who owns the area of all the buildings down there and asked if we wanted to lease the store out for something, and we kind of didn't really know what we were going to do, and that this, that's we're state certified to grow and sell CBD products, so let's right. start a little CBD store, you know, and then... All of a sudden, let's let's get, let's do something. Let's do something else in here. We don't not just CBD. There's a lot of local, natural, handcrafted people out there that believe in the other plants too. Right. Not just the cannabis plant. They're believing in the elderberry syrup, like I do, and the lavender, the lavender, yeah. and the teas, the turmerics, the natural soaps, all natural right, products. Yeah. Turmeric, good for arthritis. Yeah, stuff that's not full a lot of, of a bunch the same of fillers. And, the cannabis. Do. Yeah, they're all related in the huh. plant world. So that kind of kind of branched itself into. H&M wellness store, you know, let's make it kind of a local natural handcrafted marketplace. So you see CBD advertised in gas stations and that's bizarre. But then, you know, in a, in a heavy tourist town like Traverse city, do you get uh, guests who come in kind of like, what is, should I be in here? Or are they confused? Or are you finding guests are walking in, just checking things out? Cause you're located uh, on 502 ACE, uh, a East Front Street, that's right by Front Street Tattoo, right? Yep. Okay, so people know where to go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's a good part of the walking. That's the mm-hmm. beginning. Are people coming in just mesmerized and you have the chance to to share your experience with them and sell them? 
Yeah, there hasn't been too many people that, you know, when we first opened, a lot of people thought we were a dispensary. When we, that first... First year. First year there, yeah. they were... So you had disappointed so people, is yeah, what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think the store is perfect. I mean, yeah. Yeah, down I mean, there, it, it fits it, in with the rest of the little arcade that's there yeah. at, in that building. Like you said, Front Street Tattoo, uh, Little Fleet's right next door. I mean, it's just... Then you walk it's, in there it's, and it's, it's the just, perfect vibe like for that a bunch spot. of local yeah. stuff you know so yeah. is is because i'm a tattoo person i've got a lot of tattoos and knowing that you're by front street tattoo is there any crossover between industries at all that may be just an out there question but is, is cannabis made it into the the tattooing industry that hemp I mean, we've talked about making and, a after cream possibly for that's kind of where i was yeah, going at like a, a salve we or, haven't had anyone call us or approach us with it but it's been on our mind and we just haven't right reached out to anyone else or tried to i guess do the r&d on on what it would take to make one of those creams right now which i think we could do are you going to get know? the urban meds logo tattooed on your body you know, <laughs> you know i don't have it i do not have a tattoo, I don't have a tattoo really either but that would <laughs> be one of the one first ones i tried happen, yeah, right? yeah that's awesome <laughs> Well, there's a lot of imagery, you know, associated with the industry. You could get the the cheesy stuff, but more esoteric. I like the logo. I think it's great. It'd be a lot of color work. Yeah. So right. <laughs> I have a question that may be ridiculous, and, and I knew it when I was thinking about it, but we have a friend who has a dog with allergies and crazy anxiety, and nothing seems to be working in a, a little bit from the vet. Are there solutions in the cannabis industry that might apply to dogs? Yeah, I mean, we've we've got a, a dog CBD line. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we do. It's called Daisy's Dream. And Daisy was actually one of my pets. So she was like our first canine patient to, to be able to see that if it would work for an older dog and stuff like that. And it was wow. like the fountain of youth for her. So she's not with us anymore, but we've got treats, dog treats and tinctures. You know, I've actually had some of my patients tell me they've soaked their dogs in a bath, one of our, like, foot soak, bath soak things we make, and it takes their itching and their, like, their allergic reactions away from the, the hot spots, they call them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah that's what our friends yeah, we've say. Had, we've, we've had, and the anxiety, we, they use it a lot. Yeah, a lot of people that, use it for the anxiety. Pre-storm. Yeah, because, you know, and, a lot of people with bigger dogs who are used to protection, yeah. it's riddled with anxiety, but... Yeah. Um, they said their their dog uh, crazy anxiety o- around Fourth of July. Oh yeah, even uh, in the days leading up to it. They know actually. They yeah, know. we get a lot. A lot there are thunderstorms uh, in the yourself. Yeah, and, and, and we've seen a lot of success with it. Taking it like you know, if you know a thunderstorm's coming, right? Do the CBD oil pre pre storm hit because if you try to give them the CBD oil when the storm's already there, dogs are already worked up right. enough to to, so to not be. Able could to, somebody potentially call? In, in a consultative fashion for their pet. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way they may for yeah, themselves. Get, I, get, I get a lot of phone Do calls. Really? Yeah. I thought I, that may be a very, silly question. I'd probably, I'd probably get two two calls a day. Somebody asking about their dog and cat. Wow. Yep. Interesting. See, all animals have an endocannabinoid system just like we do. Look they recept, the they recept cannabinoids right. just like we do. And so a lot of the things that you do that helps, you know, improve quality of life, illnesses, arthritis, chronic pain, would apply to a pet. Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. I don't think enough people You just know don't really that. want to give the pets THC. Right. You know, from all the readings I've done and experiences I've had with dogs eating my cannabis, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not really the, 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 it doesn't look like a good time for them. Really <laughs> yeah. For them. yeah. 
You know, it the only can, time we do it is when they're in a severe cancer yes, situation. Yes, we have we have worked and then with we'll them. implement it, but it still will be CBD dominant. Yeah. No, so I, if you know, what does the veterinary community think about this? Is, is that similar to, you know, a traditional doctor who says, I'm not saying yes or no, but... That's have been stricter, haven't That's have been pretty strict about it, you know. Um, I think they have big FDA right. on them for something. It seems like they have been... I've seen more doctors flipping around than vets. Seems sure. to just yeah. want to not even anything. They want nothing to do with it. Right. Well, everyone's scared because... They don't understand CBD is federally legal. It's not st- state. It's federal legal. Like yeah. banks won't work with it. Right. That's you know. It's like, dude, this is this You're is saying fe- it's not currency. Is, yeah, it's federally legal though. Like <laughs> we have to do background checks for our licenses through the FBI, not the Michigan State Police anymore. We have to actually do it through the Federal Bureau. So it's like, wow. I think that if anyone's listening to this and and you're really questioning it, you should look into that. It's CBD is federally legal. You should try it more. In the veterinarian clinics, you should try it more with your pets than you do things that aren't meant for your pet right. systems. You well, know? it's it's about education, yeah. and it is. There right. are so many laws involved with it, just like food and beverage, yeah. and how to. Um, so your website, I think, is particularly helpful. You've got an education portion, right? Um, which I think is is important for people to be as informed as, as they can. Now, Charles, you worked maintenance at the Great Wolf Lodge, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, any of that training. Did that cross over and apply itself to your current world? Because it's not just about science and agriculture, correct? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, we we do all all of our own maintenance on our buildings. You know, we do we don't hire any of that type of stuff out for the most part. You wow. know, we try and do it in house. You know, one of our employees, Charlie, he's got a maintenance background also. So when he came in, he really had a routine already from his background of taking care of a building and they you think know people who it's a it's a full we're fully integrated you know from seed to oil so we're doing every step the whole way so that you know there's all that the building maintenance the you know all the insurance wow. all the everything for a regular business I, I think that stereotype that people involved in the cannabis industry are lazy that's been completely debunked. <laughs> oh, no, you know, it doesn't sound like there's any room for that at all, no. whether you partake no, or not. There's not any room for lazy T- people. Tell me if this industry, is true. Yeah, sure. what I've heard is that uh, a lot of the young bucks like say this is their dream job. They want in, they want in, they want in, and come harvest time, they don't even yeah. last. Oh, that's yeah. like more our training, day. Day. training yeah, period. That's our training period. <laughs> it's usually harvest. Honestly, you got to like, make it through harvest. If you can't make it through that, then right. And we've had some of these younger guys come in, and like you said, they're like, "Oh, we're going to a cannabis field. We're going to a cannabis hemp field get, to work with one hundreds day. of plants." And I mean, they're literally there two days. And it's they, like, they get out there and they find out it's work. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 work. It's, you get your rare ones. We got you know Charlie's young. He he's he's impressed me. My uh, I got my little brother working with us. Who's yeah, we got young a good crew He's impressing right me. But it's funny to to like look back on it and say that we have two youngsters that made it and five or six. Older fellas wow. and, and ladies that are older than us, you know. Like, sure. so, so basically, the moral of that story is our background of our work ethic. I think was it was a lot different than it is now. You know, right. back then it was stricter work ethic. You were hands on land. I was landscaping, looting lawn maintenance for eighteen years. You know, I carried that over to right. like work hard. Yeah, again, done, you can't you know, slack. You know, right. You're in and a wide young, open space. Some of these younger people that come sensitive. into it, they think yeah. that it's just yeah. you throw You're a plant the clock in the ground, all the time. It's going to grow. And you're gonna prosper off of it. Well, no, you have to grow it. <laughs> you have to feed it. You have to harvest it. You have to water it. All of it. It's it's work. It's a lot of work. 
to grow cannabis. Unbelievable. Sure. So, Dave, what was your path to urban meds? I mean, I did lawn maintenance for 18 years, and I've, I've always used cannabis. I mean, it's always been a part of my life, and I was getting it from him. And then, so you knew each other previously. <laughs> yeah, we went to high school together is, and stuff, and like yeah. oh. we taught, we we broke off and did our separate thing, and then all of a sudden got back together and was getting some some smoke from him, and I was like, you know, you can grow this. I mean, this is what we can do. Signed on as a patient, and wow, taught me how to grow, and then we. So he must be a pretty convincing guy, you know. <laughs> Started as a patient, and now your partners. Yeah, yeah, you know. Ten years later. Well, you know, it's 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 funny because you know when you're when I first was growing, and or when you ever you're a grower, everybody wants to be your partner. Come, you know, let's let's do this, let's do this, and you know, Dave was the only person that I ever considered it. You know what I mean? There's just he had the right mindset, <clears throat> mindset and stuff. You know, to and the right goals and. It's kind of how I felt too. You know, I had a bunch of people asking me to be their partner and this and that and. I mean, I went to Florida, and I'm just like, well. Yeah, we went on a trip and came back with a business plan. Saw, saw some, <laughs> saw some yeah. yeah went, went, you went to Florida. Went to Florida on a fishing trip. Came, came back, back with a business plan. <laughs> yep, yep. See, okay, this is a mini-series yeah. at least, because <laughs> that's, so yeah, a lot of people see your shirt. Hey, what's Urban Meds? And you're yeah. like, that's my company. Hey, and so it's hard to figure out who your real friends are. Yeah, Urban Meds no. was actually his Instagram handle before we were partners, and we kept trying to figure out what we were going to name the company. It was right there. Yeah. And like if we went back and forth with a hundred different names, I'd like to find that folder where all those names are. And oh, we, and then so one, there's and, a, a, then, a deleted pile of things that they yeah. make. And then one day I went to his house, and, and him and his wife were like, "Well, Urban Mez is kind of catchy, you know." And I'm like, "It is yeah. catchy." H and M, you know, in a lot of ways. So we so, just stuck with it. So there's a lot of talk about, you know, the whitewashing of the cannabis industry because it's an industry, and and. This is khaki, but Jim Belushi is all over the news about what he's doing. Do you see that necessarily as a, a negative? What's he doing? I didn't see it. Oh, he's growing. He's got a whole oh, he's got empire. He started a company yeah, yeah. or yep. something. I yep. mean, they're all jumping on. Tyson's got yep. a company. I mean, Calvin Johnson applied for recreation. I think he owns one of the part, partner one of the stores. I guess I'm not as here. up on the celebrity part of it. Just yeah. Jim Belushi well, I mean, caught my because I'm like, Real's Jim always been in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real. Yeah. He's yeah. one of the... I'd say he's one of the more of the forefathers of the right. yeah, industry, right. you know? yeah. And I think that's part of like we can go back to that one question. Like, what have you seen change in the past ten years? You've seen it all change throughout America, really, with the with the cannabis industry, the celebrities coming out and creating right. their brands and oh I've used, I use, you know, because everyone was so scared to tell. Like I've used cannabis. Right. Well like, you'd think if you're an actor and that came yeah, you out, you'd, you're every, unemployable yeah. at yeah. this yep. point. Yep. You know, it's, it's like Dennis Hopper on the so, set of Apocalypse Now. You have to be either not full like that. cannabis right. or no cannabis yeah. in that yeah. realm. Yeah, you got to be, you you be, be Woody, Woody Willie, and Be Real yeah. or yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg or yeah. else. Either I'd take yeah, I guess it's true. I, I equated them back in the 90s with just advocates of it just because they smoked it and it was cool. It mm. wasn't talked about as medicine back then. Or right. Maybe it was in an obscure rap lyric, but I just didn't catch it. But now... It's embraced as a business. It's embraced as medicine. Yeah. So maybe not the worst thing, you know, that Jim no. Belushi's on TV. No. Reporting. Jim Belushi's a good dude, man. No. That's like the I'll, first. The more it's out there, it helps break break the stigma. Yeah. It's the first celebrity I ever, like, stood out back of the casino and smoked a cigarette with. Jim Belushi? Is yeah. It? Really? Right. Blues band came to the uh, showroom, like, back in 99. Wow. Did you tell him you loved him in Red Heat? No, but I did, like, <laughs> I uh, uh, 
taking care of business is what I said. Yeah, that's good. Real man with John Ritter. So can I ask you guys, what is the pay it forward program? Pay it forward program. We haven't had really many people sign on to it. It was something we developed uh, to try and help keep stock up, I guess, in our, you know, it was for, for people that wanted to help that, you know, because everyone wants to be a caregiver. Well, you, you can't just, like, be a caregiver. You got to actually go out, find patients that want you to be their caregiver to supply them with their medical their mar- medical marijuana. And you have to qualify as well, right? Yeah, with the state okay. in that. Yeah, we have, yeah. But the Pay It Forward program we developed to where, you know, they could be a caregiver under our program, supply our medicine to their patients. And it's like, if, if you're in the beginning, you couldn't transact at all unless it was card to card. You had to have my name, had to be on your card for a legal transaction. So for the Pay It Forward program, for us to be able to reach more than just five patients, we, would, we could designate our five patients as five caregivers that are our patients. So then we could pass that forward along. They could still be using urban meds medicine made by urban meds, but necessarily the second-tier caregivers aren't necessarily growing and making that medicine. They're just the second-tier caregivers providing the medicine made by urban meds. It's a cannabis down pyramid down. scheme. You know, down, you got you, line, and then you got your five. Nine. They got their five. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, Those that's five how urban meds had five. to be in the, in the beginning when we first started. When, you're, when we were caregivers 10 years ago, you had... You know, we were so scared. You know, it wasn't legal. It was, you know, you're getting yeah. a couple of years in jail if you, you know, yeah. sell to someone. Even, you know, it, <laughs> it, it changed. The day it changed, it was when we had that patient die waiting for medicine. Because we could not transact medicine with that, that patient until his card came in the mail, which at that time yeah, would take man. six months yeah, sometimes. That's unfortunate. And now, so, what's, and what's now, the time now? Now I mean, it's quick. A couple weeks. Quick. Okay. And back, after yeah. that, you know, we took took it on ourselves to put ourselves at risk. And, you know, if someone signs on with us, we're going to start taking care of you right away. The paperwork will come, you know, but you're sick. You're on a timeline on your – a lot of the people we deal with are on a timeline of their sickness. You know, they right. only have so much time. So, we're, we, you know, we put ourselves out there – a little bit. That's so. incredible. There's information on the website about the Pay It Forward program, so people can head there and uh, get more info. Yep. And hopefully get involved. So prior to shutdowns and quarantine and all that kind of stuff, how active in the community and maybe the state were you able to be with you know live events, educational trade shows, and what were you able to bring if you went to? Because I understand you know there's trade shows for everything. Were you pretty active in that space? I mean, more or less the the CBD side of things, you know, would help us. We'd go out there as a CBD company to some of these craft shows and talk about it, and then that would... It's because that that that's that, broader. Well, that's all we could bring there. We, You know, we're not... Right. We're not a licensed dispensary or licensed through the... Through the Right, the, the program. You know, we're just caregivers. So you're there giving information. Yeah, we're just we're directing service, people you know, to like, to your services. We're service. Yeah. We're a consult consultation right. service. Well, and would you say you're pretty active in doing that? Yeah. Is there a pretty I mean, big pre, field? Pre COVID, we were. Yeah, we were doing, doing one a, a lot week. of events. Wow, one yeah. craft show a week. And probably. actually, wow. this last summer, our plan was to start to, to put on some of our own events. Yep. Right, 
but we that you know have you done that, that's not how the, we're gonna do that eventually we'll still do. you know have you yeah. done you know like mark mentioned the tour that we gave we got excuse me uh have you is that something that you've done in mass before to get people interested or to get people to understand what you're doing well, like that's what kind of Charles was saying. We have an area in that building that we want to turn into like kind of an educational center where we could do uh, host an event each night, whether it was us ask, answering questions from people, the community, the public, right. um, or it was inviting our vendors from our store that are also very knowledgeable in their right. medicine, you know, what they're using for natural medicines. Right. Just to have an educational question and answering situation. And yeah, maybe. Right be able to show you around on what you do, you know, on how we do it from start to finish. That's from, a great idea. You know, and, it was and, so, such a cool, that was such a cool experience. Yeah, this whole lockdown thing put that whole, that book, I guess still got yeah. the notes in it. The candle I bought around. that day just ran down last night. Is that a, yeah. And we're, it was the, the lavender CBD and my wife is profoundly sad. So I have to get back okay. and get yeah. the biggest <laughs> one you have if possible. <laughs> so, um, so Traverse City is a big craft beer industry and you could say that there's, maybe kind of similar processes. Is the craft beer industry and the cannabis industry in Traverse City pretty aligned? Do you cross over? Or is it like West Side Story? If you meet in an alley, you have to knife fight or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of them. The stores are, there's a lot of stores out there, right? There's not many craft cannabis companies. Right. Like I consider yeah, us a craft cannabis company because we're doing the one-to-one individualization and helping you understand cannabinoids and terpenes and why you should be using it and, Right. Taking the time to sit and teach you those things. So, like, I don't think there's many much knife fights for us to run into on the craft <laughs> cannabis side of it. <laughs> That's I good. <laughs> I don't see much of that. You right. Know, I, unfortunately, I see a lot of the people just out there seeing them dollar dollar bills you, you know that's sure. what they're seeing right not, yeah not and most like, of michigan's dispensaries are from colorado right they're not even really right yeah locally here. yeah <laughs> educate so. yourself well i have read about that there is like issues with like you know like the caregiver uh program or laws are like yeah that's constantly yeah, under attack and under that there's, yeah, they don't, there's a big yeah. there's a big lobby always trying to they, they don't want the craft cannabis guy they don't want yeah. us and there, there there is good arguments though I mean, uh, you know, my wife did, has cared for patients at the hospital that have, uh, basically, uh, smoked bad, untested, moldy yeah. cannabis mm -hmm. and it messed up mm -hmm. their lungs. And yeah, there should be so, some standards put to the program maybe. Yeah. But so, so unfortunately, lab testing is important. Mm -hmm. and, we, and we lab and that's, that's one that's, thing we do. We go above and beyond. We, we, we take do, pride in that yeah. because like you said, we're not as caregivers. There's no, like he said, there should be. Some standards. Some standards. Yeah. There's, there's not. And we do. We test. We, that's something we do on our own. We're not required to. That's just for the, the safety, you know, so the patients know. Maybe we're what giving they're getting, uh, cancer patients know. that are on stage four right. compromised immune systems. We don't want anything. We're giving them to compromise them. Right. Yeah. You know, we're, we don't, you know, we're there to help them, not to make their situation worse, you know. So, yeah. So we, you know, that's sometimes people, you know, they're like, your stuff, you know, can be a little bit more expensive than uh average caregiver working out of their house you know but we do the testing you know have a commercial lab that we make all the products and you know and doing the due diligence to make sure it's the cleanest yeah. you know medicine possible we can do not some guys that just threw some seeds in the backyard yeah, that, you know that's kind of like we were talking dried about it all people just thinking it's their dream job they're just gonna throw a seed in the ground and grow it well you got to get it there like what if you open that bud up after you're done growing it's full of mold are you gonna put it back in the sack and sell it to somebody or are you going to throw it, do the right thing and throw it away? Well, a lot of guys, mm -hmm. like you're saying, 
they're gonna throw it in that bag and because they gotta get their thing like about you said it. dollar dollar bills right. just yeah. trying to make so money they're gonna have somebody smoking and inhale yeah. I mean, we went broke for a long time when we started you yeah know, just like any other venture we went you broke. you learned the hard way yeah, yeah. you know we, we sacrificed but you you yeah. you fought through it. We fought, fought through. It. What what are some examples of like what's gone wrong? Oh man! I mean, are we <laughs> we our first batch of you know one of our first batches of RSO oil that we were making for a cancer patient. For a cancer patient, we we tested and and it was like a low percentage, and so we just thought it was trash and we just threw it in the trash. It was you know thousands of dollars and. Oil uh, it wasn't, oh, you know, we didn't even know what we were doing then. And then look yeah. back now, we would have been able to work with that and make that medicine work yep. and stuff. Uh, and it's, that was know. one, you know, that was one that get was getting hard to get over. All the failures from teaching ourselves how to make the oil right, which is fail, 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 fail. And we were finally about to give up. Like, oh, I don't man. know if we can do this. You plowed through. We plowed through that, got up over the hump. And, you know, there's been another time where we... Ended up getting a bug called russet mites that wipe your garden completely out. I had, we had to cut down genetics that we've had for eight to ten years. Was that a specific bug to that to the marijuana plant? It, it's or was one it, that it, it's more attractive. Yeah, it's, it's a hemp russet mite, or it's you know they they're nasty like plant termites. You never even know you have them. Microscopic, you can't see them with the naked eye. Yeah. You have to scope, you see them with a microscope. So when what? you realize something's wrong, it's too late. They've already, they're already killing your plant. If you're not microscoping on part of your and life, is that you know? bad for people or just bad for the plant? It just bad the for plant. the plant. It's bad for the plant. You're not. It's not going to make it through that. Oh, that stress. You know, and that was a lesson learned where we had taken in a, clones from Kentucky. We had taken clones in from Tennessee from CBD hemp plants and just in clones. We had in one nursery and, and, for we, everything, and then we learned the hard way. So, oh, so you you. You kind of had all your eggs in one basket, basket. all your your seeds in one grow. Well, that's part of it. Now each space has its own nursery for its own set. So if something happens to that set, it just happens to that set. Well, it was kind of a rock and a hard place because the ups and downs to get here was another thing after the oil thing in the same house. We had a landlord who thought we were making hand over fist money because we're in the cannabis industry. So we jacked our rent up from $700 to $2,000. (laughs) <laughs> Five days after the lease was supposed to be renewed. It was not I'm, a rent control district. Uh, and I'm like, uh, what? That's and not cool. Like, yep. And I'm like, well, can you take credit card? Because we don't have any money. We just started a company. This is our first year. Yeah, we were one year into in. Well, you, were, you started yeah, out I'll never forget his words when yeah. he said, there's a will, there's a way. And I said, yeah, there's a way out the door. We're out of here. We don't have a lease signed. We'll have everything out and before, before the end of the month. <laughs> and we, we took down plants that were six feet tall, five uh. weeks in the flower, just had the moved whole building built town. out, and we had to move them all over town to people's houses that we knew, and they all ended up in the same basement, which a year later, we got reset mites, which wiped out our whole garden. So, uh, I yeah, mean, yeah, it's not, to, it's, to get to where we are right now, there's been the... There are several good movies here. It's the <laughs> trip to Florida that uh, yeah. turned into a business plan, and you... Ski daddling out of this house yeah. with a crappy landlord the, and keeping things going again, the epitome of not lazy. I like what right. he said too that the landlord thought they were making you know, just they right, were exactly. just throwing that in there. Just yeah. actually just got done with all building the whole infrastructure. You must have heard all somebody all was chirping in him, like, Oh, they're making well, that, did you pull up in front of your Did you pull up in front of your place with like a new Benz? Is that what tipped him off? I was actually still, yeah, so. 
um, you know, we talked a lot about this industry and, and um, I, I really appreciate your candid knowledge. I mean, this is very fascinating. I think people need to know this. Um, so you can go to the website, you can go, is the store, what's the status of the store right now? Are you closed? Are you? No, we're, we're, open, we're Tuesday open. through Saturday. Okay. Yep. What are the hours? Tuesday, 11 to 4, Wednesday, 11 to 6, Thursday, 11 to 6, Friday, Saturday, 11 to 4. Nice job. <laughs> so in conclusion, is there a best film that best represents the cannabis industry? You know, a movie that, you know, you think... That doesn't have Red Man and Method Man in it. And hopefully not Cheech and Chong. <laughs> That's a little on the nose. Or it could be. But is there, is there a movie that maybe in earnest really represents what you do or you just like because it features cannabis or just a movie that people yeah, can It's probably not new enough to represent what we do. That's a good point. No. No. Nobody's doing that. You know what I think the closest would be is Homegrown. Mm, yeah. I mean, there's John that, I don't know, I haven't watched that it, there's that Zick. Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, yeah. That was a good movie. It is a good movie. Whatever, I haven't seen that. Well, the Weed well, Series? Okay. That's well, good. I was thinking the home we don't do, that's a good one. It is. You know? Well, like, if you get down to, like, what the real purpose is, the, the twist in the end. The twist in the end. Where, that's like, exactly every, where you realize, like, what local really means, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. It's good. That, good that is a good movie. It's been a while. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be spoiling it for anybody talking about a movie 20 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some of the best. Those are some of the best. Um, And again, the best way to contact you. Uh, 231-360-6624. Yep. If if we don't answer. That goes to Dave. If I don't answer, you got to leave a message, though. Leave a message. I know who to call back. That's good. We'll call back. You know, name, specific, anything specific? Just a name, a number. And I'll get I'll get back to you. And that smooth voice on the other end. Yeah, and that's urbanmeds.com. H e r b n m e d s. Yep. Dot com. Yep. And is H N? Oh, there's another website. H N M Wellness Store. Dot com. Yep. Yep. That's uh, that's where you can. Every product that's in that store is on the website. Yep. Including hopefully lavender calendar. There is lavender calendars. Can't say say uh, candles. But you know, uh, before we get going, there's just one thing that I want to say. What makes really proud of these guys is uh, it truly is a family business. And that, you know, if you go down to the store, you see the ladies there holding it down. Also, seeing uh, HM products in other stores around Front Street is a point of pride. Yeah, that's that's a blessing. Congratulations. That's That's awesome. Yeah, I remember meeting the two of you for the first time, and uh, I'd never been able to 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 meet anybody in the industry and see, uh, you know, the what, what went on. And immediately, I'm like, these are the two coolest dudes I've ever met, <laughs> and not just because of that. And you know, I'm, I'm not going to ask to be a partner, but it just <laughs> your passion and your knowledge is so impressive, and I I, I know it's going to going to come across here. Um, anything else for the listeners? Um, I just appreciate all the love we get from everyone. Yeah. It's been a blessing on our end. When it comes to cannabis, you know, you really got to know your source out there. Yeah, so. know your source. So do some, do some research into what you're using and getting. Well, that is amazing. Charles and Dave, thank you so much for your pursuits and to all those who pursue along with you, helping people find relief to pain, educating them about medical marijuana and just, just feel better. And thank you all for listening and pursuing the positive. Hey, well, there you have it. Urban Meds, Traverse City, Michigan. Find them at HNM 
wellnessstore.com. Use promo code The Pursuit Of for discounts to our listeners. Also, a big shout out to Tin Lid Hat Company, tinlidco.com. Same promo code, The Pursuit Of. Plenty more pursuits coming. Stay with us. We're going to do this weekly. The Pursuit Of Podcast, New Leonard Media. <laughs>